0: hello again from the granite state my name is gary and this is the restoring mainstream podcast as always i'd like to thank you for joining me i hope you had a good week um it's been uh it's been pretty decent here can't complain in the in the good old state of new hampshire um weather has been unseasonably warm from time to time and uh, looks to be so tomorrow so um i'm not going to complain i'm getting uh getting used to warmer weather and um not such a big fan of the cold but it's new england so you do what you do if if you love where you live and i i do love where i live so topics for this week um like i discussed in in the past couple of podcasts i i want to try to um offer kind of a kind of a theme or a string of podcasts um looking at you know what's what's ahead for us what um what the spirit of the age, uh, what the globalists um, are attempting to foist upon us, uh, whether we're interested or not, in the f- form of the Great Reset and some of the changes and things that they're attempting to thrust upon us. Um, and my goal uh, with these next few podcasts is to perhaps o- offer an alternative to you, some things that you can look at that you can try to get uh, set and and do so you can try and, and preserve as much of your uh, personal freedoms as possible in any way that you can or at least get yourself prepared to attempt to live in a, a parallel alternative society because more and more it, it looks like uh, that's the direction the world is going so uh, don't like it don't imagine you do either but like i said my goal is is to attempt to share information and uh, try and be helpful so that's what i'm going to try to do tonight so uh, hey let's start the program and there we go so like i alluded to um the next few podcasts, I'm going to try to give you some ideas, some things to think about, um, and not only think about some some functional things that you can actually you can actually do. Uh, and I'm going to try to not uh, put a, a bunch of them together, but try to separate a few things that I think are uh, important uh, aspects to look at, and um, give you things like I said, that tools that you can you can attempt to um, navigate what is coming. So tonight. I wanted to take a look uh, again at the banking industry. I know the last couple of podcasts I've uh, made allusions to the banking industry and the way the Great Reset is going to attempt uh, to use finance in order to steer you in the directions that they want you to go. So uh, what do we do as individuals to try to preserve some of what we recognize, some of our freedoms, uh, some of our independence, and um, push back? Uh, Against this attempt um, to make us global, a a global community, as opposed to uh, America, as opposed to the United States of America, you know, um, as opposed to New Hampshire, you know, that we have an identity. So, what I want to do is I want to take a look at, um, just refresh you some of the things about the Great Reset. So, I'm going to take a look or or share with you. uh, a couple of things and reminders just to um, give you um, a, a, a taste, uh, a vibe, a feel for, for what it is that they're attempting to do. So what I'll do for now, I'm going to pull up this shot. Uh, this is from the World Economic Forum website. Uh, I, I tried to do, um, because the, with the software I use, you can do a, um, a browser shot which allows you to uh, bring up a page and you can pan down through it and as I do that you will be able to see that in the recording well as it turns out and I, I think uh, a few of these sites are starting to do this um, the, uh, the World Economic Forum isn't allowing me to do that anymore they've, they've kind of protected it so you've got kind of a bland shot here and what I'm going to do um, just as a backdrop and you still get to see my ugly mug lucky you I am going to Pull up the eight predictions, and I talked about this in a previous podcast with my friend Jay, and I think I've brought it up, you know, bits and pieces here and there. Um, Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and uh, he's made um, some predictions as far as as we, you know, reach and head toward 2030 some of the things that you're going to see. Give you a hint at what to expect. I don't know if he thinks this is going to lessen the blow. They're not too concerned about you finding out about these things. Like I said, you can go to the World Economic Forum and you can pull up the page and there's all kinds of categories up top and you can pull up and read all of this. You don't have to Take my word for it. And honestly, that's what I encourage you to do anyway. Um, I I share this information with you so that uh, you have a way of being interactive. I want you to check on these things. So here's just a taste or a flavor of what Klaus sees for all of us um, by the year 2030. You'll own nothing, and you'll be happy about it. This is something they've talked about for a while. The idea, I guess, when we get to 2030, that you will physically own nothing. You won't, um, you won't own your house. You won't own a car. You won't own your clothes. You won't. Um, you'll, you'll literally own nothing. Well, if you own nothing, that means somebody owns it. And guess what? You're going to be renting these things, or renting these services. Every single thing. That contacts your life, uh, you know. Switching from a society that's that's used to ownership and and values hard work and the things that can be accomplished and attained through through that hard work, your own home, uh, like I said, your own vehicle, whatever you'd like to drive, those type of things. All of that in in Klaus's 2030 uh, goes away. The second item on the list here: the the U.S. won't be a world. Uh, won't be the world's leading superpower. And I've mentioned this before. What they see, uh, part of it basically because the rest of the world would have a hard time catching up to us as far as our achievements and abilities. Now granted, places like uh, China uh, and India you know, they, their economies are exploding as far as their efforts and what they're doing over there. The one thing China tends to lack uh, is the the ingenuity or the um, innovative entrepreneur part of it, um, which we we have an abundance here in the United States. But um, what it will boil down to is there's going to be um, – like I said, a, a, a group of countries, almost like a, a, an association. But because we're so far ahead, in order to achieve that, they have to find a way to uh, pull us down to the rest of the world because uh, a majority of the rest of the world would have a hard time catching up to us uh, as far as our capabilities um industrially and, and, and in many different ways. So uh, their idea is to make us all equal. And um, the United States will not be, like I said, the, the lone superpower. You'll have a, a group of nations, um, the United States, having a, a seat at the table with you know Russia and China and, and um, Germany and, and um, Japan, Who, you know, whoever else they put in that group. But, you know, basically, they're looking to destroy um, the free market and democracy and the ability for you to achieve and um, level the playing field in in their perspective. So that's that's one of their goals. Um, number three, you won't die waiting for uh, an organ donor. They will be made by three d printers. I, I don't know how comfortable I feel with that, but uh, you know what? I, I'm just going to let that one lie and, and move on to the next one. Um, number four, you'll eat much less meat. Meat will be an occasional treat, not a staple, uh, f- for the good of the environment and for our health. Get used to hearing that phrase, you know, for the f- for the good of all, or, you know, it's, it's for the betterment of society. In other words... Um, we're not looking at individual freedoms anymore. We're, we're looking at a, at a blanket approach to everything, and you fall in with the masses. So um, heck with protein, you know, what do you need that for to stay healthy um, for the sake of the environment and your own health? Um, meat will be a luxury, not a staple. Number five, a billion people will be, will be displaced by climate change. And um, this is their way of um, you know, normalizing open borders. So just keep that in mind. That's, that's about as, as simple as that, that particular statement needs to be. Number six, polluters will have to pay, uh, pay to emit uh, carbon dioxide. There will be a global price on carbon. This will help make fossil fuels history now you know the last couple of podcasts you know have kind of been um talking about the whole issue with the fossil fuels and the uh the power grid up here in new england and um certain blue states you know uh, blocking you know pipeline transmission of uh lng you know liquid natural gas so um yeah they don't they don't like fossil fuels. They, they want to make sure that they're, that they're gone or their history by 2030. And um, hint, the reason they want to make uh, fossil fuels gone uh, is not so much climate change is when you gas up your car and the availability of gas when it's at a price that you know we all seem uh, to believe to be reasonable. You can move about pretty freely. Within your general area or across the country, so you know by shifting from fossil fuels, by by limiting those things, uh, by making them so expensive that you can't um, you can't afford them, again they they gain more control over you. I mean, how far does you know electric car go before it needs a charge, and then how long are you down while that vehicle is charging, and where does that mysterious um, electric stuff come from out of the wall? You know, that's the part that they tend to forget. or They didn't really forget, uh, but they make, you know, electric vehicles sound so warm and fuzzy and fantastic that, um, you know, by eliminating fossil fuels, uh, they try to make you forget about the fact, well, you, you still need to generate electricity. And, and how are we still generating electricity right, right now? Or are we going to do with less of that as well? Uh, I, never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll move on from there, I guess. Uh, number seven. You, yeah, You could be preparing to go to Mars. Scientists will have worked out how to keep your health in space. Okay. You know. Uh. You know. Maybe some people are are, are looking to uh, get involved in that. I mean. Um. I know Elon Musk is, is, is pushing. You know. Uh. uh very hard with his SpaceX and, and and all of those endeavors and that type of thing, but something makes me think that um, uh, that's still not going to be the first exciting choice that, that most Americans or most people are, are still going to be uh, deciding to make. It's still going to be a pretty dangerous um, endeavor even, uh, you know, even 9 or 10 years from now, so and then the other prediction, the last prediction that, that uh, uh, a good friend Klaus Schwab has here for us. Western values will have been tested to the breaking point. Checks and balances that underpin our democracies must not be forgotten. So the last bit of it there, he, he, makes, it, he makes it sound like, um, you know, some of your values that, that you hold dear, that they're actually going to, you know, uh, keep and hold on to. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't hold your breath. So that gives you an idea of, of how they see the future. And like I told you in the past couple of podcasts, one of the ways that they are, are trying to strong-arm people and companies is through the banking industry um, by starting to use uh, a scoring system that has been developed by the World Economic Forum, which is uh, ESG Scores. They're going to look at companies and eventually score you based on your environmental impact, your social impact, and governance, how well you play with others. Like I talked about before, whether you, um, uh, whether you comply or whether you, you know, are one of those individuals that keeps um, hanging on to that, that pesky idea of individual freedoms. So they're going to take a look at those things, and you're going to get a score. Uh, Companies are going to get a score. So the next um, shot I want to uh, share with you here is from the uh, Investors uh, Business Daily uh, website. Pulled this up and um, just to show you some of the companies that uh, are involved, I'll read down through some of them. All I was able to do with this is uh, I took a screenshot, so I'll I'll flip through a couple of uh, screenshots and show you. But um, you know, the whole idea is this is this is an article about the 10 best uh, ESG companies, top stocks for environmental, social, and governance values. So these companies are already starting to get graded as far as their environmental social and governance impact and uh, they've been given scores so um, if you look at this um let me just uh, get to the other shot here there's another shot that actually now that you've got uh, got that let me um let me show you some of the companies involved. I know you can't really see that that well, but I'm going to read down through a couple of these anyway. But starting at the top, uh, these are some of the best uh, ESG stocks. Uh, Microsoft. I see J.B. Hunt here. I see Texas Instrument in the uh, in the top ten. And 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 look at this. Down at number nine there's Metropolitan Bank. So um, yeah, ST Micro. Um, I panned down the uh, Motorola Solutions, Quamcall, Sherman Williams, Hewlett-Packard, uh, Adobe. Um, like I said, they were, they've, um, they've got all kinds of, uh, uh, of, of companies that they've already started to give a grade to. And Let me just show you this shot just so you can see how far that it does go. Um, it goes from, from eBay to Chipotle to uh, Tractor Supply. So they are already starting to look at these companies and taking a look. Like I said, at, at those uh, three aspects: environmental, social, and and governance. You know how compliant are you? Um, environmental. You know how does your how does your industry or your company um, impact in the environment? You know how many how many company cars do you have? How many vans you know do you need to? Um, you know distribute your product um, how are you heating your factories um, and and you know it, it's it's going to boil down to to you as well when when they start looking at um, giving you an ESG score and um, talking about um, giving you loans are you gonna qualify for a loan well that's 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 a good question um, because uh, the fact is that uh, a, a lot of that's going to depend, like I said, on um, how do you heat your home? Do you use some of that nasty wood or oil? Is, is that what you're using to you know to heat with or, or natural gas? You know, some of those things that really um, harm the environment. What kind of car are you driving? You're not driving an electric car yet? Wow. That's fantastic. Um, no. No, it's not. So, that's all of uh all the things that they're that they're looking at as far as being able to grade you and i just wanted to give you an idea of some of the companies that that are already involved that they're already looking at and um like i said the focus when i started to talk about this is i wanted to show you or share with you some things that you can do and i want to talk specifically about the banking industry now um if the banking industry is going to be the one that's going to be leveraging this, that's going to be twisting your arm or companies' arms in order to comply, well, how do we push back against that? Well, if you have money right now in any of the big national chain banks, um, if you have, you know, money with uh, Goldman Sachs or Bank of America or Wells Fargo or any one of those large really large banks, try going to their website and doing a search for ESG and ESG scores or anything like that. And uh, I guarantee you, you will find uh, information there uh, that lets you know that these companies are already looking at ESG, ESG scores, and getting ready to implement those things. And they will soon be scoring you. You will, you will receive a score. Excuse me. And it will affect your ability. At first, it's going to affect the ability of companies um, to get loans. You know, if your ESG score isn't high enough, like I talked about with uh, fossil fuels, like I talked about, you know, when they get ready to use this tool, they'll use it against gun manufacturers as a way to shut down gun manufacturers as, as well because, um, you know, they don't believe in the Second Amendment. But this is all going to be used as a way to leverage things against you. Uh, when I get done with this podcast tonight, I'm going I'm to share several links um, in the comment section below the podcast. Um, I'm going to share links to the um, the three banks that I mentioned, and you can um, follow those links, and you can see uh, that they're talking about ESG so you can understand that um, they're all on board. And um, So how do we... How do we combat those things? Well, you know, you have listened to a couple of my prior podcasts, and, and you may have an idea of what I'm going to tell you. Um, Let's we'll see if see if you guess right. Um, it's local. That's the answer to pushing back against this. If you have money, uh, and and I urge you to go uh, when this is done. Um, go plug in your bank's name and then um, next to it plug in uh, ESG scores and if you get a hit that links to your bank follow it, trace it, go, go, go read what, what it's saying and you can see uh, find out whether your bank is um, already starting to comply and, and setting things in place uh, to make this move Um, to the whole build back better idea, to the whole um, global governance um, and lack of freedoms and independence anymore. So you'll be able to tell. But um, the answer is, if you have money in those banks, the absolute best thing you can do is find a local bank, do your own checking. Like I said, grab that the name of that bank put it into your browser uh, put ESG scores next to it and do a search and see if you find that that bank is um, linked to the Great Reset to the idea of giving you an ESG score and um, whether they're looking to um, comply. Chances are uh, if it's a small enough local bank um, you won't see that and that that is the tool i just wanted to give you tonight Uh, that's a saving grace Um, what i'll tell you uh, for here in the granite state uh, i did that i I didn't do like i said an in-depth search all i did was plug in um, some of the uh, state banks names and a couple of the credit unions and um, not all of them but you know a portion of them and um, You know, for all of you Granite Staters that are listening, let me at least share this with you. Um, I checked out the Bank of New Hampshire. Um, Didn't see anything with ESG there. Uh, Claremont Savings Bank did not see anything there. Franklin Savings Bank did not see any evidence of ESG or um, Great Reset um, terminology or talk there. Um, Meredith Village Savings Bank, nothing there. Northway Bank, uh, no. And... um, Profile bank, and, and like I said, that's just a handful of banks. And I checked uh, Granite State Credit Union and uh, Northeast Credit Union uh, here in the state, and um, no mention of ESG or ESG scores there. But um, I would encourage you, you know, to like I said, with with any of this that I give you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some uh, some links uh, to. Um, the state website, uh, newhampshire.gov/slash/banking-and-credit-unions, um, has a list of um, banking institutions, credit unions, and uh, trust companies. I will um, I will share those those links in the comments down below when I post this tonight. Uh, so you've got a reference to to look at bank names, but like I said, you, you can you can do your own research, and that's what I encourage you to do, so that um, so that you know, so that you're um, participating, and um, let's say, go check out your bank. Um, Find out. Find out if they're even thinking about getting involved uh, in the World Economic Forum, in the whole idea of Build Back Better and ESG scores. Can can, can you really imagine uh, a society where your credit score, that you have worked so hard to gain, you know, those of you that have, you know, a good credit score, and that that's going to be secondary to an ESG score. That your credit score is not going to be as, as relevant as an ESG score is going to be if they have their way. So that's what I was looking to share tonight. Um, was trying not to make this too awfully long, but like I said, I want to give you some tools and some things to think about, um, ways to push back against this, and things that you can do. So this was um, just a, um, I say short podcast, but it's probably going to end up being around the, the same 30 minutes or so that I, <laughs> that I always seem to, uh, uh, to get to when it comes to um, these podcasts. But like I said, I will share the links uh, to all this information uh, in the comment section below this podcast tonight, but like I said, uh, the the reason I do this, th- you know, the my my goal with all of this is I'm just trying to be uh, as best I can. I'm trying to be a um, a conduit, uh, somebody that's sharing information that hopefully will giving is giving you some tools and things to think about so that you can have a way. Like I said, to push back to kind of get yourself. Um, set before all of this uh, takes a foothold. And and um, don't wait. Um, don't wait because, you know, they, they set a goal of 2030 to be, you know, reaching some of these things. But, um, you know, if, if they can do it quicker, if they can do it faster, um, believe me, that's the intent. Um, you see how much in just two years with the leverage of a pandemic and uh, what they've been able to do with that to actually change your life. do you, I mean, think back, can, can, can you think back, you know, two or three three years ago? Do, can you, do you remember what it's like to not have to take a second thought about where you go, what you do, um, be concerned, you know, about um, whether your business at some point is, is going to um, be closed because they're going to try to institute a mandate again, or, or just the you know the um, the supply chain somehow it it affects your place of business and and, and now um, you're no longer operating. I mean, all of these things, all of these things uh, you need to be aware of. You need to uh, gather information. And like I said, I'm just trying to give you a few things that um, that you can hopefully use. To try and push back and get a foothold against this, so get out of the big banks, move your assets and your banking to something local. That's my uh, that's my message for tonight. And. not to be left out of tonight's podcast, I wanted to, again, remind you about my friends at Metalheads. Metalheadsrock.com is their website and you can find all kinds of rock concert t-shirts. You can find um, horror movie-based t-shirts, you know, Jason and Freddy Krueger and all those things. Um, You can find uh, jewelry, um, headbands, all all kinds of uh, different, like I said, uh, headbanging, rock and roll, uh, long-haired um, you know, kind of the music that uh, uh, some of us older people, you know, grew up with. But uh, there's still a crowd out there that that appreciates um, that music and and, uh, and rock and roll. So, and again, like I told you, they do wall hangings. You can see my logo in the background, and when I'm at the uh, wider angle shot, you can see the uh, 1776 original colonies um, flag in the background as well. So they do all kinds of different different wall hangings up there. If you can, if you can think it, chances are they have a wall hanging that would fit your decor. So again, uh, check out my friends at uh, Metalheads at MetalheadsRock.com, and uh, they have a store at uh, in the wonderful city of Rochester over at the Lilac Mall. So go down, check them out, check out the website. Uh, you will not be disappointed. And. Um, as i uh as we come to the end of the podcast um i just um share with you what I, what, what i always do um, you know um there's a reason i i ex- exit this way um and share this each week it's um getting back getting back to basics that's, that's how I see that, is, is basically getting back to basics um, and understanding uh, where our roots came from, uh, what established this country, what made us um, the powerhouse and the individuals that we are, the, um, the people that you know, it, attempted to you know, share the idea of freedom and free markets and um, individual rights uh, with the rest of the world and try to live it as an example. Um, yes, we've made our share of mistakes, but um, you know, I, I tend to not want to beat the history and um, what America is over the head with those mistakes, but, again, use them as a learning tool and, and take a look at the good things that we've always strived for. So, So I leave you uh, once again this week with the idea of God, freedom, and family. Um, Because if we lose the first two, our families are truly doomed. And don't forget, if you like this program, do me a favor. You know, you'll find us on YouTube, you'll find us on Rumble, you'll find us on Gab TV. I post to We to uh, Getter, to Instagram, to I have a Twitter account. Uh, I post a link on Facebook to the YouTube posting that goes up here. So like, subscribe, share, hit the notifications button. Write a five-star review. Like I said, if you just want the audio portion, you can listen to us uh, through Spotify and Google Play and iTunes. Uh, and, you know, there's a few others, Breaker and, and some of the other um, uh, smaller um, audio platforms out there, podcast platforms. I uh, We're on there as well. So go looking for Restoring Main Street. Uh, share this with a friend. Um, any support that I can get, like I said, just helps to grow... Uh, the community here helps to get the name out there it tickles the algorithms and um, helps to push us uh, a little bit higher in uh, in searches and that type of thing so that's the help i'm looking for from you fairly simple but very much appreciated so again thank you for tuning in um hope you have a um, a safe and blessed week and um, yeah God bless